Hello, and welcome to the Monco on the Move podcast. I'm Molly Hafner, Director of Marketing at Montgomery County Community College. And I'm Jared Brown, Assistant Dean of Academic Affairs at Monco's Pottstown campus. Jared. Good morning. Good morning. Is it morning? It is. I feel like it is. You've had your coffee, so that's good. Two. Two. (laughs) Two coffee. Well, today's podcast is all about the arts. Yes. And our amazing program called the Lively Arts Series. Wonderful. So it is, did you know that it's in its 39th season? That's a lot. I mean, that's a we're lot getting of years. close to 40. We are. And you know what? The big, <laughs> the big 4-0 is going to be quite the season. So yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, so we have in our Lively Arts series, we showcase some of the best music and performances in the area. Live jazz performances. There's performances for the family. The Lively Arts series, series is always yeah. bringing down the house. Yeah. And our guest today is going to tell us more about what's ahead this season. Our very own Brent Woods. Yay. He's the Senior Director of Arts and Culture here at at the college and he's going to talk about this year's lineup of performances excellent and then we'll also see if he can give us a little bit of the inside scoop on what's happening with the science center theater isn't that cool though it's like the sciences and the arts yeah coming Stream. together yeah just at once i love it yep so without further ado everyone please welcome brent woods hi brent hi jared hi molly hello Hello. congratulations on the 39th season of the lively arts series that's a lot of years (laughs) (laughs) so tell us a little bit about what this season what we have in store for this season well this season we're really excited uh we were supposed to be in the theater this year but uh you know due to construction due to some delays we're going to hopefully next year push a great <laughs> launch, opening okay. up our That means it season. will be ready. It'll it be will ready. Be ready. It, Absolutely. it will be ready. It will. <laughs> but this year, we've developed some cultural partnerships at venues in order to accommodate our series. And uh, in the past, we've looked at only doing the Normandy Farms with a small number of productions. But this year, we expanded those productions to include family programming. And so we reached out to several venues around Montgomery County. Cool. Montgomery County, as you all know, is rich with, with cultural venues. Mm-hmm. So we looked at two. Uh, this year, it's uh, the Community Music School in Trap. We're hosting Guy Davis there. It's going to be a blues concert Very cool. uh, with a family day, a school performance. He's going to connect and talk about the trail of blues. Oh, wow. And then our second venue is the Hill School oh, in good. Pottstown. And that's where we're going to be hosting our family programming. And that programming is going to include uh, the Magic School Bus, and uh, Jazzy Ash and the Leaping Lizards. Yes. What I'm really excited about Pottstown is uh, the the college's vision in pushing, bringing more arts to Pottstown mm-hmm. and helping to vitalize the downtown. Mm-hmm. And this is one way that the college can help to do just that. The other neat thing is uh, with the Magic School Bus, we're going to really be connecting some of the educational programming with our Challenger Center there. Oh, very so cool. we have some kids planned to yeah. really expand and have that experience with our Challenger from the Magic School Bus, which of course is science-based. So rich history of music in Pottstown, as you know. So that's going to be great to really highlight the arts and music in Pottstown. You know how I feel about the Pottstown area, so we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so really exciting things happening. So can we talk a little bit more about your family programming and the coming um, series, different series events that you have? I know you touched on some of it, but can you highlight some more? Yes. Um, yeah, as I said, uh, we touched on the Magic School Bus, but we have some other really neat artists that we're presenting this year. And one of the goals in bringing more or increasing our programming was to bring more to 
our campus. And so we're bringing two artists to our campus. One is one of our main artists, which we'll get to in later. But the first one is Charlotte Blake Alston with Diane Monroe. She's bringing Fiddling to Stories, which is a is an African story, and she tells these wonderful fables through music. Mm. And Diane Monroe is a famous African-American violinist who has played all over the world, has been here. So this will be a return for her here. And there's a connection that she has with Philly, with the Philadelphia Orchestra, and her connection with New York, which is Carnegie Mellon. So she's done a lot of great music, but she's a jazz, has a jazz background, which is really interesting. So we're hoping that this family programming will entice people to want to experience a little African history and storytelling. Oh, and uh, the Charlotte Blake concert is on October the 16th, and that's at 4 p.m. in the Fine Arts Gallery. So we're using our Fine Arts Gallery as one of our concert venues this year. That's great. And that's at the Bluebell Campus, correct? And that's at the Bluebell Campus, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second show is Jazzy Ash and the Leaping Lizards. Now, she was scheduled to perform in March of 2020. Well, we had to cancel that show. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a, a return artist. But what's really great about Jazzy Ash is her ability to use music as a way to engage children. She is exceptional at that kind of level in reaching children with music, and I can't wait. She's going to introduce children to New Orleans jazz, Mm. but through her music Mm. and her form of music, which is neat. And also, uh, what's exciting is our partnership with WXPN Kids Corner, Kathy O'Connor, who will be our special guest on the Saturday morning performance. Oh, that's fun. So that's kind of the family series. That's family series. Yeah, and that's so great that we're involving families and kids, especially with our focus on K-12, you know, with the that's Challenger right. Center and that. Mm-hmm. There's some good overlap there. We need to make sure all those teachers know about some of these programs. I'm always thinking through the marketing lens. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Um, but so outside of uh, of those, let's talk about some of the other programs. Um, you mentioned Guy Davis would be performing, I believe, uh, was it March 25th at 730, uh, the the Blues Saturday, and what other performers are scheduled? This year we added two additional artists to our main stage, and but we wanted to do something outside of jazz. Mm-hmm. So Guy Davis is an amazing artist, and he has an interesting history. His parents are Ozzie Davis and uh, Ruby D, but in his own right, he's created wonderful jazz and blues music, and his rendition of blues is awesome. Mm. That's one of the reasons I wanted to add him as part of our family programming, because he takes kids through the history of blues, following from New Orleans, uh, Louisiana, to Mississippi, into Alabama, and he takes them to this, he calls it the route of the blues. It's like a journey. It is a journey. That's that's exactly right. But on his concert side, he does an amazing concert. It's all blues, guitar, but we're bringing his, his band, which is called the High Flying Rockets. So it'll be a trio of, of musicians playing with him on that evening. Sounds great. So in addition to some of your musical performance, we also have the return of the Racism in America series. So can you remind us and our listeners about the series and how it sort of came about? Sure. Richard K. Bennett Lectureship for Social Peace and Justice is a speaker series that the college hosts every year. This was funded through a a grant from the William Penn Foundation back in 1984. So with this kind of programming, I expanded the programming to include live performances and blended speakers because it was relevant to the way people want to experience 
speakers today. And I thought that it would lend to an opportunity to present our faculty who specialize in some of these areas, sure. as well as introducing guest artists to come in and perform as part of the series. So blending these two is a way to really make our series more unique and special, but it's still a speaker series. But we're still following the the trail of the grant, which is a social justice threat, and we'll continue to do that. This year, we're continuing the Racism in America series, understanding the intersectionality of race, gender, and class. And our professors will be focusing on that series this year. Uh, and I'm really excited because we're going to touch on business, the impacts of how racism impacts family, especially how it impacts African-American women and indigenous women. And then we'll touch on how economics has impacted African-Americans men and their ability to create wealth. Wow. So this will be an interesting series. So we, I, I like talking about this. And so this series lends an opportunity to take other kinds of issues that are relevant to our community and, and touch upon those and dig deep into them, bringing an understanding of those issues that impact people's lives. I'm really glad that you're touching on the economic component because I think it's such a vital understanding that our community needs to have and understand, but also healthcare, I think, is another area that should be looked at because the equity of healthcare mm -hmm. is just, but that's another, that's <laughs> another, another time. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I'm always amazed at the inequities that happen for our community in regards to healthcare. So I agree with you, Jared. We did do a series on medical racism oh, last good. year. We touched on yeah. that and we dealt with it because it was so broad mm -hmm. that we decided to only keep it to two sessions mm -hmm. because it is, you know, we touched on a broad topic, how medicine has impacted African-American men. Yep. I mean, we could dig deep just oh, in yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And then we looked at gender mm -hmm. and how medicine mm -hmm. itself and access right. to medicine was uh, how racism has impacted African-American ability to reach and gain help when that's yeah. needed. So we did touch on that. But we could definitely do more of that. Oh, I yeah. agree with you. It could yeah, lend to more discussion. And some of these discussions too are, I want to say, timeless. But they're, you know, you can you can go back onto our website and actually listen to years past, which I love because some of those discussions were just so worth going back and listening to. You know, it's not like those for two years ago. That that's great. And if you can go back, or if classes, I think that's a great option for classes in high schools to go back and listen to some of these things too. So we want to make sure that that we're we're archiving these yeah. oh, and yeah. um, and make sure that they're still available um, moving forward, even as you do more in the future too. Thank you for bringing up the archiving because that's really one of the critical pieces to this. Mm -hmm. So that is not one time. Right. It is something that people can go back to, and and we can refer people to. In fact, there are people right now still touching, choosing the items that they want to experience and do because I get notifications of yeah, that. It's, it's amazing. It's it, all of the series gets that touch, that's great. which yeah, is good. Awesome. So, okay. So flipping over a little bit, but we all are very curious and we've seen the construction <laughs> going on for a little bit of time and we know good stuff is happening. I've had the privilege of being in there a couple times. Brent's taking me through and we're going to do some video work in our new theater, but tell us a little bit about what we should expect and when it, you know, how's the construction going and what's the, what's the latest? Well, first, let me just say how excited I am yes. that we're finally coming home. I can't wait to come home to this beautiful venue yeah. that the college has invested in to bring to the community. We anticipate the opening in the fall of 23, mm -hmm. 2023, 
Uh, and where we are now, it is, it one, all the panels are up, the floors are painted, they're getting ready to put in the seats, the balconies that we have established, the seats and the, the actually the staging part of the seating is set. They're getting ready to install seats in there. I could go on and on about the, the excitement of what this is going to be and the possibilities we'll bring to our community. But the theater itself will be an amazing venue, especially for artists and especially for our students. And uh, some of the other highlights that I think we need to point out to people is that uh, how this theater will connect to our mix room or the recording studio. And I think that this was a brilliant concept that David Ivory brought up to bridge these two and allow opportunity to record live performances, record video and record audio record and give our students hands-on experience. And I'm a firm believer that hands-on is gold Mm -hmm. because uh, with that kind of experience and touch, you really are going to be ready to go out into the field and access because you've done it and you can you can you're going to be spoiled here you're going to go out and be like it was way better at monco no lie yeah what is this yeah so i think this is a great opportunity to leverage learning with the lively art series that the college invests with every year it's a great way to do that and bridge it in a way while at the same time making sure that we satisfy our broader community so in terms of just seats is it bigger like what's the acoustic i mean oh. just give us some of those you know for the the nerds the music nerds of, of it's funny there. i sit out on the stage now i can't talk a whole lot of tech that's david ivory okay, and his team okay. but what i can tell you as a curator i'll stand out in the middle of that stage and i can feel that room and the design was excellent i still feel the same intimacy the sound quality snapping the fingers i can feel it i can tell that when, when an artist walks in that room mm-hmm. they're going to feel like they're in a smaller venue and up close to to the audience, which is really one of the key factors that artists like when they come in our venue. No, you want good acoustics as an artist. This is going to be top of the line. I'm I'm really excited to hear and, and just, you know, sit in the audience and listen to how great it's going to sound. Me so too. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. So Brent, thank you for sharing all the things going on in your area and really giving back to the community of Montgomery County, but our students and faculty and staff. So if our listeners wanted to learn more about the Lively Arts series and all the great performances that you mentioned, where would be the best place for them to go? There are three places. Okay. One, mc3.edu slash arts or they can email at livelyarts at mc3.edu and if i because we just worked on this if you want to go directly to where you can order tickets it's mc3.edu slash tickets it's as easy as that you'll see all of this current season's 2022 23 performances you can tickets. yeah you can buy uh packages oh, awesome. and all sorts subscriptions. of subscriptions subscriptions yep. yep. okay yep. all right well brent we really appreciate you having on our show and sharing all the great things that you're doing in the community and on campus we're very excited for the return of the lively art series thank you again for your time I would also like to extend a special thanks to our sound recording and music technology student, Quinn Senta, who produced today's show. Yes, thank you, Quinn. And thank you all for listening to the Monco on the Move podcast. Check back soon to hear more stories from our Monco family. And until then, I am Molly Hafner. And I am Jared Brown. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to Monco on the Move. Students at Montgomery County Community College working in the sound recording and music technology program record, edit, and produce this podcast. 
Check out mc3.edu forward slash on the move to listen to our latest episode or download our podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also learn about the latest episodes by following us on social media. Have a guest in mind you think would be great for the podcast? Email Eric Devlin at edevlin at mc3.edu or Diane Van Dyke at dvandyke at mc3.edu. And come back next time to find out more about what's happening at your community college and catch our Montco Momentum.